0: Kemara, yoma, daf, Yud. We start today's daf on daf, tet, the Tet Amud Bet. The Masihet has been dedicated anonymously for success and fertility for childless couples. M'shayat Baruch Hu otam bezaraa chaya vekayama. Amen. We begin today's daf on the bottom of Tet Amud Bet. And we are at... Kiata Ki ata lekamed Yohanan. So we said on yesterday's daf that the Shekhinah did not uh, rest in the second bit, the Mikdash. And the reason why the Shlaki said is because the Babylonians did not come up with Ezra sofer. And if they would have came up, Shekhinah would have rested. So the Bihonan argues. That's not the reason. Even if all the Jews would have... ascended in the times of Israel the Tibetan Mikdash would not have had the presence of the Shekhinah. second temple, the for a simple reason so the Pasuk is to be learned that even though Yefet is uh, granted with uh, beauty which means as we're going to see the Persians descended from Yefet and they were the ones that commissioned the building of the second Betta HaMikdash, Yafta him the yefet. Their beauty was in the architecture and the construction of the building. However, in the Shekhinah Shura, Shem. The Shekhinah, however, only rests in the tents of Shem, which means the Semites, which is the Jewish people. Shiloh HaMelech built the first Betta HaMikdash. So, therefore, although Persia is granted aesthetic beauty, Yafta him the yefet, but the Shekhinah cannot rest in their handiwork. The the Shem. That's the Beit HaMikdash that Shlomo HaMelech built. So therefore, the top says, Afalpi. al-Pi. Finish. Shechina is exclusive for the uh, Zarao Shel Shem. So now we're we'll giving some history. How do we know that the Persians descend from... Yefet, Yefet being one of the sons of Noah. Dekhtiv, B'nei Yefet, Gomer, Magog, V'yavan, So this is a little um, geography lesson today. We're going to discuss the children of Yefet, where the Torah tells us they are Gomer, Magog, Madai, Yavan, Tuval, Meshach, Tiras. Seven children. The Gemara is going to identify the different countries that all these children uh, ended up becoming. Gomer ze Germania. Now, uh, the Gra makes an amendment on there and says Germania, which uh, would be referring to, obviously, uh, Germany. Uh, so that's the areas of uh, Europe. Magog ze Kandaya. So Magog, they refer to it as Kandaya. Kandaya... The way they're learning it, it is identified by the Greek island of Crete, which is in the Mediterranean, south uh, southeast of Greece, which even today is called Candia. Um, so that's the way he uh, that he understands. It. Okay, but Macedonia. Uh, okay, Magog is Candia, and Candia. Is identified by some as the Greek island of Crete in the Mediterranean, south southeast of Greece, which is even today called Candia. Madai uh, Kemashmao. Okay, Madai is Madai. As it is today, Mid. This is a nation that formed a single kingdom together with the Persians under Cyrus the Great. Okay, so media, they, they knew that already. Then you have over here Yavan, Zu, Macedonia. So Yavan, they're referring to as Macedonia after Alexander the Great, which they called Alexander of Macedonia. And they're understanding that the Kingdom of Greece began with Alexander Macedon. So therefore, they're referring to his kingdom as, they're referring to Yavan as Macedonia after Alexander the Great. Tuval, Zebet Toval is referring to Bet Onaiki. They say this is probably the place called Bithynia, an area corresponding to northwest Turkey, east of the Bosporus Strait. Uh, tiras, or Meshek, so is Musia. So Meshek is Musia. This is Mysia, a country west of Bithia, which ran along the Sea of Marmara. And then you have Tiras, that's a mahlokit, Peligiba Rabi Simai, Verabbanan, Amrila Rabbi Simon, Had Hadamar Zo Bet Triki. One says it's Bet Triki, which is Thrace, known as Thraki in Greece. Hadamar Paras. So that's it. So you see that what? Ancient Persia, which. Uh, we see over here, was from the descendants of Yefet. Tanarab Yosef, Tiras, Zuparas. So that's the proof that Yefet was the father of the Paras nation. Therefore, in the Yefet, that's Paras, which built the second bit of Now the Gemara is going to identify some other nations. Saptah, Vira'ama Vesabtecha, this is the sons of Kush. Okay, very appropriate. So the sons of Kush over here, which is going to be areas in uh, Africa and places like that. Tani Rab Yosef, Sakistan, Gavaita, Vesakistan, Baraita. So inner Sakistan and outer Sakistan. And ben hada leHada between each one of these countries is a hundred Parsah, alpha the circumference of the outer one is a thousand parsa. So uh, these names over here, uh, again, some say it's uh, West Afghanistan, East Iran. Well, according to this view, Kush would be Africa. So then they would put it, uh, you know, somewhere else around uh, Alge- uh, North Niger, Niger and the Chad, and places like that. But Tehid is Sheet Mamlakhto. This is now by Nimrod. So his kingdom was where? The Edeq, the Akkad, the which today was more like uh, the area of Iraq. Edech Zu orichut, orichut uh, would be the city in the lower Euphrates, uh, south of uh, Babylonia. That's where Abraham Abinu was born. The Akkad, baskar Baskar would be. Uh, northern Division of Babylonia, uh, which was northern Iraq, Kaneh Zenofed Ninfeh. And Kaneh uh, is Nofer Ninfeh, reference uh, seems to be Nippur, a city that once stood in Babylonia, some 100 miles southeast of the city of Babylon, what is now known as Iraq. sa'hi Sahiyat ashur. From that land came out uh, Ashur. Ashur was the son of Shem. Uh, When he saw that his children were listening to Nimrod, so he left. He left. He didn't want his children to be influenced by Nimrod. So who's uh, Ashur? So Tani Rabbi Yosef. Ashur ze Silak. Okay, what is Silak? Ashur is Hebrew for Assyria. Which is a country west of the Tigris River. Silak probably refers to the city named Seleucia. There was a city named Seleucia on the Tigris, which was on the west bank of the Tigris River, opposite uh, Sitesvan, by uh, about 20 miles south southeast of modern Baghdad. So he built the city of Nineveh, the Havot Ir, the Nineveh, Kemashmao. Okay, Nineveh, was known. That's uh, again. Nineveh was situated on the Tigris, opposite what is now known the city of Mosul, in northern Iraq. Uh, So that's Nineveh, and then you have Rehovot, Irzu, uh, Perat de Mishon. That's uh, Perat of Mishon. That is the area of. Some say that is the island. Formed by the Euphrates and Tigris and the Royal Canal. Perhaps the Chovot Ir was a city in Meshan on the Euphrates. Okay. What else? Kala Zuperat de Bursif. So Perat de Bursif, they're explaining as Bursifa, a city situated on the Euphrates bit south of the central Iraq city Al-Khaila. Kalah, Zuperat de Borsi, Petresen, Ben Nineveh, Uben Kalah, Aid uh Agedola. Resan Zu Aktisfon. Aktisfon is twenty miles south-southeast of Baghdad. That's Akhtisfon. Vihi e Ragedullah based on the pasuk it is <laughs> so going back on or in the book so the pasuk refers <laughs> to נינ韦א ידר gedola and he so that's to put that נינ韦א is <laughs> the <laughs> ידר Okay, so when the Meragelim went to Hebron, uh, he saw them in the times of the Meragelim, so he saw the the spies, they saw the giants. Achiman, Shishayim, Talmai. So the Gemara refers to them and explains their name. Tana, Achiman, Miyuman, Shiba Achim. So therefore, Achiman is like Ach Yamin. Yamin is the strong one. Like the right hand is the strong hand. Mm. So he's the strong one out of the, uh, out of the brothers. Sheshai, kishchitot. The second one was called Sheshai. He rendered the earth ruins beneath him with his footsteps. Talmai, telamim telamim. He made the earth into many furrows when he walked. So these were giants. When they, when they walked on the ground, So obviously uh, it was like a plow. His so feet plot up the ground, and made furrows. The Vadachir. Achiman Bana Anat. Achiman built Anat, Sheshai Bana Alush, uh Yilideha Anak, Talmai Banat Talbush, and Talmai built Talbush. Yilideh Anak they were the children of the uh Anak, offspring of the giant called Anak, Shema'aniki Mahamabikum Matam. They made the sun into their necklace. They were so tall that the sun looked like a necklace Around their uh, around their necks, their height would cause that. So, therefore, it's um, when it calls them over here. You see, they anak anak is like uh, their neck. So, therefore, <coughs> their height caused the sun to look like it's uh, around their neck. ben Nevi, Amar Rabbi, paras. Okay, some predictions. Rome is destined to fall into the hands of Persia. Rome is referring to Europe, uh, North America, that's under the Malchut uh, Romi, Paras, is uh, Persia. It could be Iran today, like we said, in those countries. She said, But when the Lord has El Edom U church and the church, when the Lord has led to the church and the church, if they do so it says over here that the young, uh, the young flock will devastate them, will devastate uh, Edom, will devastate Rome. Now the question is, who's the young flock? They're assuming the young flock is Paras. Who told you that the Seilei son is indeed Paras. Paras. Madaio Paras was referring to a, a dream that Daniel had he saw a horned ram or that the the, the king had actually and he was uh, he was translating the uh, the dream and he said that that which you saw in your dream uh was a two-horned ram or God was telling him that that which you saw in your dream Daniel with the two horns is referring to Madaio Paras and uh so therefore He assumed that uh, an ayil, which could be the sheep, is referring to paras. So the Gebra said, who told you it's paras? Maybe it's Greece. We have another pasuk that says, the he-goat, which also, let's say, could be a sheep. So that's uh, uh, Greece. So how do you know it's uh, uh, paras? Maybe it's Greece. So he says, "Okay." This rabbi came to Eretz Yisrael. So he uh, raised this objection that we just had, and uh, he raised it in front of a certain rabbi. Uh, so the rabbi, when he heard the question, he said, "Man de lo yada rabbi." You don't know how to learn Pesukim, and you're asking a question to the B? I mean, the guy who doesn't know how to learn the Pesukim, so what are you asking questions for? My Son, what does it mean over there, Se'ilahad Son? Zutra de the youngest of the brothers. The youngest of the brothers, obviously, was Yefet. And the youngest of the brothers of Yefet was what? Tiras, like we just learned in the Pesukim. And who do we say came from Tiras? Paras. The So therefore, when it says Son, it means the youngest of the of the children. The youngest of the children of Yefif, it was Tidas. and Tiras we know was Paras. So that's how we know it's Persia, not uh, and not Yavan. So that's the pshat, and we learned that Paras is going to eventually take revenge against Rumi. Amar Rabah. said, Amar Yehuda, also, he agrees with that. That Rumi will fall by Paras. So the first bit of Mikdash was built by Shilomo, which is Bnei Shem, and who destroyed it, the Kastayim, which is the Babylonians. Naflu and as a result. God punished the Ka and they fell they fell by the hands of the Parseim, even though the Kadim never did anything to the Parsiim. but they still fell by the hands to the hands of the Parsiim. <laughs> the second metric that was built by the Parsim <laughs> and was killed, and was destroyed by the Romans so therefore <laughs> because they themselves built the bet HaMikdash, so certainly they should take the revenge against the ones that destroyed it. If they're taking revenge against the ones, uh, against against the Babylonians, and the Babylonians uh, didn't do anything to the Persians, and still they're the ones that are taking revenge, so all the more so, the ones that built the bet HaMikdash, which is the Persians, should take revenge against the ones that destroyed it. And therefore, uh, Romiim will fall to the hands of the Parsiim. Amarav, Atida Paras, Shitipul Biad Romi. That's the opposite opinion. That Paras is actually going to fall to the hand of Romi. What does it affect you? Any of this here? Yeah? You're Romi? You're, you're U.S. What are you? You're Jewish. What are you talking
1: about? US?
0: affect you either way. You're not Paras, you're not Romi. Atida Paras, <laughs> sh'tipol yeah. biyad romi it doesn't affect me either way you're not parash and al Romi. amru <laughs> le rav kahana ve rav ase le rav does it make sense banuye biyad satane that the ones that built the Beit hamikdash which is the persians should fall to the hands of the ones that destroyed the Beit hamikdash which is the romans amar le Melechi. Melech. You don't understand the ways of God, but the has his ways. He has his reasons why he wants the Persians to fall to the hands of the Romans. That they also destroyed many synagogues, and they, the, the, the Persians. So therefore, since they destroyed many synagogues, so therefore they also deserve. Uh, to have uh, their uh, them pull also. The Benish high explained that uh, even when they built the Beit HaMikdash, they built it in a way that it's very flammable. They built it with a lot of wood on the walls that if the Jews would rebel, it's easy to burn. So therefore when the Babylonians burnt the Beit HaMikdash, the Persians already set it up that way. So therefore they're responsible for building such a, uh, you know, easily destroyable Bet HaMikdash. So therefore, they deserve, according to that, to fall also by the hands of the... Because they really didn't build. They built a building that's destructible, easily destructible, flammable. Tanya atida parash Romi. The parash will fall to the hands of Romi. Hada, number one, desatre bekeneshtat. Number one, because they did destroy Bet or to get punished for that. De'ot, kizrat melechuk. Because they can ask why Hashem does these things. Because it's not melechu. She bonim be sotrim. That let the bonim fall and let the builders fall into the hands of the destroyers. Which means that the Persians fall into the hands of the uh, romayim. The Amar of Yehuda Marav. More futuristic moments here. And Ben David Ba'ad, the Mashiach cannot come. Ad she tefshot sha'a romi harasha'ah bechol ha'olam kulo teshah so, the wicked kingdom of Rome is going, uh, will overrun the world for nine months. As it says, Therefore, we will surrender them until the time that one gives birth, has given birth, which takes nine months. Uh, then, the rest of his brothers, which is Mashiach's brothers, the rest of the Shivatim, will return to Israel, and then the Mashiach will come. So Rome will rule over the entire world for the length of time that a woman bears a child, nine months. And the rest of Mashiach's brothers, meaning the rest of the tribe of Yehuda, will join the other tribes of Israel and form a united kingdom in Eres, Israel. Through we're going back to our Sugya. So none of the shakot in the temple, the offices, the chambers, had a mezuzah, except for parhedrin. So none of the offices had any dwellings in it, but the kohen lived in parhedrin, at least for a week a week a year. Shehayah ba bet the kohen gadol, as we learned that uh, they dwelled in the um, parhedrin chamber. So therefore, they needed a to have a uh, a mezuzah. Uh, a lot of chambers uh, were suitable for dwelling. Uh, like the uh, uh, Rashi comes along and says, Come had Leviim that were watching the, the guards. So therefore they would have places where they were able to dwell also. So why did they have mezuzah? The Gemara says, Ela neshkat panhedrin gezerah aita." We'll see it's a gezerah, uh, why they put a uh, a mezuzah um, on panedrin, which means that really there should be no mezuzah in any of these places, because they're not real dwellings. But panedrin had a mezuzah on midrabanan, for a reason that we'll see uh, momentarily. My Yehuda, what's the reason for the Biyudah that says Paredrin was not required to have a mezuzah from the Torah level? Raba, that a house that's not made for all all seasons, summer and winter, is not considered a house. Paredrin was only used for one week a year, right? So therefore. From the Torah is not required to have a uh, mezuzah uh, you have to say the other chambers that the Shomrim used also were not used uh, for all seasons so therefore you're not hayav in a uh, mezuzah in such a uh, place, Midorite at least, Midrabanan, for whatever reason they decided to put one on <coughs> so the Gemara says wait eti v'aketiv Bet choref al bet so you see the pasuk refers to a winter house as a bayit, and a summer house as a bayit. So you see what it is called a bayit, even though it's only seasonal. And if it's called a bayit, so the chavrusa should chayav in a mizuzah the doraita. bet choref bet ikre, bayit lo ikre. It's called bet choref. It's called bet kayitz, but it's not called bayit stam. For a mezuzah it's got to be a bayit. Therefore, menat Torah, no, chiyuv Eti be'avayeh Sukkata ha'ag, be'hag A suka, on sukkot, well, that's considered a dwelling. So Rabbi Uda me'chayev. Rabbi Uda says that when it comes to the laws of ma'asrot, the only hayav in giving ma'asrot if it sees by ha'bayit, if it goes into the house. So your house on sukkot is your suka. So if the food goes into the suka, so we're going to be chayyav uh, in, uh, in ma'asrot. As she
2: says mm-hmm. Right,
0: which means tabel is and Maaser. And then once ready you and Maaser, so it becomes uh, uh, whatever the laws now, Mutata only Achilat Arai and not Achilat Keva, etc. But it's got to see Sukkot, what you buy it, yeah. the sukkah. Sukkot. So to be what that says, once it, once it sees the uh, Sukkot, you're good. potrim. Achamim, come along and say that that's um, got to be into a mash, a house, and uh, not, uh, not, uh, not 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 a what does the word means sukkah?
2: Hachad b'chad. What does that
0: mean? The Sukkot of Sukkot on Sukkot. Oh, sukkah tahag, on Sukkot ask, itself.
2: So because ask.
0: on Sukkah, it's your house. Uh, a Sukkah, right, a, right a, during the year, would not be considered your house. Meaning, Sukkah Hag, a Sukkah, a sukkah f- 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 on the Hag itself. As opposed to, let's say, uh, Sukkah uh, that you left it up all, all year long. That's not going to be considered uh, Sukkah. And potri, people say, no, it's got to be Mamasha house. We have a B'raita, explaining the Be'udah. The Be'udah mehayev. Be'eruv, u'ma'aser. Rabbi considers a Sukkah to be a house, and therefore, three laws. Number one, the enyan eruv. That what? Uh, it's considered the rabbis uh, have a, a law that you're not allowed to carry from one private domain to another. Right? If they're owned by two different people, like we learned in Masechet uh, Shabbat, Masechet uh, Erubin. Uh, so therefore, you need to make uh, erube Hatzerot between the two, the two domains. Uh, so, the hachamim over here, thus, uh, where several places open to a common courtyard, since each household is a separate private domain, it's forbidden to carry from any of these houses into the courtyard. That's like a Rubi HaSirot. The sage also provided a procedure whereby this prohibition might be removed. This is a by collecting a loaf of bread before the Shabbat from each of the households. It's open to the courtyard, and therefore it uh, it uh, it fixes it. The Buddha teaches that a Sukkah standing in a courtyard is considered a house. And therefore, that's considered a house, you got to deal with it now. So you've got to collect it from the guy in the sukkah. So it's got to be part of the erubeh haserot. Mizuzah, okay? hayav in the mezuzah. Right there is the question. Even though the sukkah, you're only living in it for seven days. It's not a bayit for horif and a bayit for kayets. And ma'asir, that we said that any food that goes into the house, into the sukkah, it's going to be hayav in the laws of ma'asir. V'chitem the rabbanan, Maybe in the time, you know, he meant the Mizuza Midra Banan. That's all he meant to say. And therefore, it's not Hayav and mezuzah Midra Ulaita. So he says, Bishthama Eruv, Umezuza, Ikalememar Midra Banan. Okay, it's fine. He said three things. The Gabe Eruv and the Gabe mezuzah. Okay, you can say that these are stringencies that the Hamim said, Mizuza Midra Banan. Eruv, you have to be Mishthatev, Midra Banan. And the Maasir, Mi Ikalemar Midra Bananan. Uh, they wouldn't do that. They would not be mihayev ma'aser on a rabbinical level. Why? Dilma ate le'afrushe al men Which means he might come to uh, take some product that's obligated in the Torah to take ma'aserot. And he might take it from this product that's really patur. Or apetur, from the patu stuff and take it for the ayuv so the rabbis are not going to make a, 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 a where banana where has a risk they can come to make a, a mistake so therefore you must have been talking about on a biblical level that means torah eruv torah and or eruv torah eruv anyway but it's considered that you need to make an eruv. Eruv is always rabbanah, or uh, a Ma'asid de oraita. The point is, it's a mezuzah de oraita. How you going to make a mezuzah de oraita when it's only uh, uh, a ray uh, dwelling? You're only living it a uh, couple, one week a year. So he comes along and says, "Ela aman abaye b'shevah dekula al malo de mehayba." Oh, so now we come back to uh, another understanding, that nobody disagrees that during the seven days that the queen Godot stayed in Paladrin, obligated to have a mezuzah. Even the Be'udah say, it's chayam in Torah, uh, and therefore sukkah is the Torah to have a, a mezuzah. When you're living somewhere, you not have to live all year long. As long as you're living there, you have to have a mezuzah.
2: <laughs>
0: right, so what's the Mahlokit? The Mahlokit is the rest of the days of the year. The banan sabre, gazlinan, the banan sabre, gazlinan, shariyamotashana, atu shiva. So the barak come along and say that we make a gazeran the rest of the days of the year, atu shiva. Of days, the coin gadol lives there. So that's the whole issue over here. Do you make a mean, Can you take the mezirah off after uh, after he finishes his week in panedrin? Khamim say, "Don't." If you take it off there, then make gezera to when he comes. And Rabbi Yudah says,
2: "No." <laughs> right. Otherwise, it's like, I guess that what the people are going to say. They're
0: going to say that, look at this here, this place doesn't have a mezuzah, so it's like a jail. So the people are going to say, look at that, they, 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 they sequester him into a prison for, for seven days. So keeping the mezuzah all year long, that's it. People know this considered a Right, it's an apartment, it's a place where he's he's dwelling. So the people will not think that the queen gadol is sent to some uh, some prison over there. So it comes out according to uh, Abaye, Rabbi Yudan Tana told that the Paredrin is higher than mezuzah, torah. Um, so awesome. Oh, so the Gibbara says, what is that Sukkot? Mm-hmm. So that's the next question. Amar mm-hmm. Ketani. Um, the Mishnah said clearly that um, suka on sukkot is a machloket. What do you mean? According to what we're just saying now, according to Abaye, sukkah, behag everybody holds them, with the right hand, mizuzah, like paredrin. But now we're saying that's actually the Brayta clearly said it's a machloket. So how could you learn like that? The Brayta clearly said by sukata hag behag it's a machloket to beuda and
2: Rabbanan. So how could you say kula alma lo pedigi? That's
0: Right. So
2: therefore, we
0: have a different answer. Everybody agrees that the rest of the year, when the coin is not living in Paredrin, it's exempt. Look, it itself is in the seven days. And each place has its own reason. Why we should have a mahlokir, why it should be patud. Paredrin has its own reason, and Sukkah has its own reason. Sukkah ta'ma lihud, the biyuda le We learned about Sukkah. Remember the bi'udah on the first page? The amar, Sukkah dirat keva ba'ina. We learned according to the biyuda that if Sukkah is above 20, amar, according to the bi'udah, he's makshir. And what was the reason for the biyuda? Because he holds that Sukkah dirat keva ba'ina it has to be. A permanent dwelling, so therefore the has to have a certain sense of permanency. So therefore, because it's a permanency. But time of the So it all depends on the Shita by Sukkah. Uh, look at The Sukkah She'ena
2: <laughs> well, When you make
0: a sukkah so tall, the only way you can build it like they have to put strong walls. And therefore, that's the dirat keva. He wants it to be dirat keva. So therefore, uh, it's considered like a house. It doesn't matter how long you can live in it. Seven days, you got to put a mezuzah in it, the Torah. And the Banan say, no, sukkah dirat arai, and you don't need a mezuzah su- uh, on a dirat arai. Okay, what about lishkat paredrin? Everybody agrees that paredrin was dirat keva, meaning it was a solid uh, building. And the Lishkat also had its own reason. The rabbis come along and say that the Kohen was forced to go into Paredrin. Uh, so that's considered a resident. Even though you're forcing him to dwell in that spot, a forced residence is considered a residence. So therefore, you have to put a mezuzah, even though he's not going to live there you know, on his own uh, right, they're forcing him to live there. no. The Torah. Therefore, Torah hayav a mezuzah. And that would explain why the other chambers also don't need a mezuzah, because you, they had no choice to go there. They're forced to, to go stay there. Was their, that, was their, that was their job. However, the Rabbis... Made a, a, an act of mezuzah. So the people wouldn't tell that the coin is sequestered in the jail. So it comes out, we have a big ma'lokit between sukkah and paradim. By sukkah, to the biudai, it's an amazing thing. It comes out according to the biudai, uh, they uh, have uh, to put a mezuzah in the sukkah. And the koint al no. Why? Because dirat aray does not need a sukkah. The Dara right? needs a mezuzah. Su- uh, the Beuldas is the Orayta. He needs to cut keva. It's a keva. Make a- right, make a benakam of everything. Everything's <laughs> Rabbanan. You make a benakat too. But the point is, it's the d'oraita. But the point is, Paredrin is the opposite. Paredrin, the Rabbanan say need a mezuzah because they say that al ba'al is considered a dirah. And the Beuldas says no. You're forcing the guy to live there. That does not mandate the placement to put a mezuzah. Oh, right. But with Rabbanan, just so the people won't say. That'd say it's, it's a jail. Man, Tanal had to tan Okay, so the Gemara says, who's the author of this Brayta? All the Shearim, Sheyusham, lo ayel lehem mezuzah, hutz mishear nikanor. That all the gates that opened up into the Azara did not have a mezuzah, except for nikanor. Shilifnim Mimenu l'shkat panedrin. After Nicanor was the uh, was the chamber of uh, Paredrin. Lema Rabbanani velo Rabbi Yehuda. Why? e Rabbi Yehuda. Which means, they're telling me that they put a mezuzah on Nicanor, because Nicanor led to Paredrin. Now hold it. Rabbi Yehuda, Paredrin itself didn't need a mezuzah in the Torah. So you're going to tell me that you're going to put a mezuzah on Nikano cause it leads to Paredrin, the ira biuda, igufa gezerah. Peredrin itself is a gezera. To put one on Nikano cause it leads to Paredrin. Paredrin itself doesn't need one. So therefore that's too 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 too, too much to say that you make a gezerah a, a gezera. Afidu temar rabihuda kula hada gezerahui. Like we normally say, that, that when they originally enacted the dean of Mezuzah and Paredrin, they enacted also on Nicanor. It wasn't at two separate times. They didn't say Paredrin, then years later, oh, you know what, now we're going to put on Nicanor at two Paredrin. No, they all did it at the, at the same time. And when you do it at the same time, which means in order that Paredrin should not look like a jail, they put on two initially, on Nicanor and on, uh, and on uh, and a Paredrin. So that's not considered a, um, a gezerah. The gezerah. <laughs> Rabbi Yehuda said, you have to put on Paredrin. I, I, and said, the the medoraita the said, oh, okay. the the sure. banan say, because Dira ba'al Dira." And Rabbi Yehuda says, "Dira ba'al lashem Therefore, patur, <laughs> but because Shiluyim knew that he's going to a prison. Exactly. And the question was, "Hey, so now you're putting on nikanor because it leads to Paredrin. No, the gezerah, the gezerah. the gazera. the Rashi, the
2: Simple.
0: <laughs> okay. Actually, we have two. Two other uh, on that. You that we learned today. Sukata Okay. That's a houseboat. That stores peturim. We're talking about peturim mezuzah. Okay, this is uh, based on Yore de Asiman Reshpevab, Seif Yud Aleph. So, therefore, the reason why you're on a mezuzah on a sukha, betecha. Betecha is dirat keva. Look, what about a store? This is the big question. Stores are a big question. Guys, a store is there every single day. <clears throat> Bring the Benish High. If I'm not mistaken, the Benish High talks about it. Mamash in the last halakha in Benishai. High. Let's look on the book. So he says over here, Hanuyot Shel <laughs> you have storefronts. And the, the merchants sit there, especially in the old neighborhood, the shuk. They sitting in those uh, you know, booths that they have. Or today, you have a store, guys, a chair sits in the store waiting for customers to come in. not 7 Eleven, they just sit there during the day. They might to go home. They to go home. And that's what he quotes over here, the Hakam. He writes, Even if the, the, the merchants are sitting there, That's the Taz of Shittai, you don't live there at night. It's called Arai in his house, okay, uh, he lives there twenty four hours a day. So the high quotes the 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 the, the, the taz that says then he says well, <laughs> okay, that's because the Goyim were living in those, in those areas. But according to the Benish High, <coughs> it sounds like over here, Hayabim be Mezuzah. But without a Benachah, so somebody asked a question, do I have to put a Mezuzah in my store? How you put it? To the, to the task. even though from Agamara already today we learned that it sounded like he's uh, not even living there. But, okay, but the banana could be a hayav, and therefore we don't put a we don't make a beracha. Houseboat, houseboat kind is not considered. Why not? It's considered dirat arai You don't live on the boat forever. Moving? Oh, because it moves. Because it moves. So I guess a car and all those things over there. You don't know if it's a mizuzah either. Rather have
1: a daily halacha
0: on a car. Okay, let's hear it. Sukkot the Hag behag. That's a great one. Sukkot the Hag behag. You would have I mean to say that a sukkah, if you hold the irat keva. Okay, what about? uh, What's we're already getting to mizuzah. So even though you don't live there, so a summer, summer house, summer house, even though I don't live, but it's a ra'oi. It's ra'oi to, to live there all year, round. Right? It doesn't matter, it's only a summer house. But it's not called Ba'it K'ayit, it's a ba'it. But bayt you write
2: day. the house down for the summer, and there's no muzuzot, who's responsible? Oh, them? so that's a question. That's a question. That's a question.
0: So the Ben Chai says, uh, and that over here, yeah. It's more than 30. That's the last halacha in in the in the in the in the Ben-ish yes, you. If you rent a bayit yeah. in Eretz Yisrael, yeah. You don't get uh, thirty days. But Then you have thirty days. The question is you're for 30 days, so therefore you should not put it up before 30 days, because you're for the first 30 days. So you have to put it up after you We'll read it in a second, That's where you just besokher without any, you know, contracts. Now, no, 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 no time. like we usually do, six months, a year, so it's uh, it's written, so clearly you said you are renting for more than 30, because somehow. else. That's it, it's a kenyan. When you moved your stuff in, because already, you already made a country, you lived there for more than 30 days, so you up immediately. So that's, So uh, that's, Wow, you should take it off after thirty and put it back on. And now she So that's what Kambinish holds most of the rentals that you have today that are written. I you have for two months of the summer, three months, whatever it is. So that's it. And you uh, right sign the contract and it cannot be Josebo, so you have to put them result the second you come in. Is
2: there on the on, on the house? Or on The on sokher. The The socher He so can't so take out. off his
0: misresort once they're there. Uh, you
1: can't he can't rent- take that. off Indeed the misresort, but, but, but if
0: it is not misresort, you have to put it. The socher is higher.
1: Uh, we read
0: we, uh, we, 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 we said. Can't uh, take uh, it over once you're renting it to a Jew. to Right, that's no, great. Many
1: people rent homes in the summer for either a month or two months, and the question often arises whether they must have fixed to in their rented homes. The basic halachic principle related to the issue is that one who rents a residence outside of Eretz Yisrael is exempt from the abolition of mezuzah for the first thirty days. If he remains for more than thirty days, then he must affix the mezuzah with the beracha. Chachamovadia rules that if one knows he will be remaining for more than thirty days, then he may affix the mezuzah even before thirty days have passed, but he would not recite a beracha. No beracha. Beracha see by, by
2: doing it early. But, but, but but you didn't have to do it early because the uh, benish uh, is right. Right.
1: The Rechaz decided only if the Mizuza is affixed after 30 days have passed. Furthermore,
0: if one affixes him... So is he argues on the Ben high. So the Ben High holds, if you're living with a contract, <laughs> hey, put it right away with a Benachah. But if they live, hell, you've got to take it off and put it back on after 30 days, because he holds, could be there, it doesn't happen until after 30. So the says, put it before, but don't make it Benachah.
1: Furthermore, if one affixes him within 30 days, he does not have to take it down and put it again when 30 days have passed. What makes matters more complicated is the distinction drawn by the Benishchai between a rental with a contract and a rental agreement made without a contract. Benishchai claimed that if a person rents a facility with a written contract for a period of longer than 30 days, then the obligation to fix a well applies immediately and a berachah must be recited. This ruling is very, very relevant today, as the vast majority of rental agreements are made with a written contract. Okay. According to Benishchai, if a person rents a summer home for a period of longer than 30 days and a contract is signed, he must fix a muzah well immediately with the berachah disagrees <laughs> with the ben with regard to the beracha. He writes that a written contract for a period of longer than thirty days indeed obligates the renter to affix a immediately, but a beracha not according to renter a on a only when he places the after having lived in residence for thirty days. And
0: he can't do that because he put it before, so he's stuck. He The situation: written
1: contract with
2: the
0: obligation <coughs> immediately, a so has is not recited. Yeah, <laughs> there you <he goes. laughs> <laughs> no written
2: agreement. He's a month-to-month, but he's a ten years. No, so after
0: 30 days, we have to put a mizuza out. Stam is after 30 days. No, after 30 days, <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> hayav. 30, uh... 30 days is automatic. But
1: you could leave...
0: After 30 days, you hayav. You're living for, 30, for one day, you yeah. one, for that, for that night, you hayaf. And then you can't kick him out. That's so you
1: can it. You take it
0: off if it's a summer rental? A That's another question you're asking. <laughs> right? who, 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 who takes off? They have rules. Who's coming in? You know they're just coming in. You gotta leave. he can compensate you for the
2: mezuzot. Right, college students. Right, college. You don't want to destroy. Exactly. You're not gonna get into the
0: details where you want. The point
1: is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the point is, the, point. but they can I won't compensate. Won't. So I, so I paid the hundred dollars for yeah. mezuzot now. I don't, don't want to take. I don't, I don't want. I don't want you to give. I, so I could put you cheaper mezuzot. I could take my good mezuzot that I got from Babasali and give you a kosher mezuzot. I don't have to give you my... Just change them. I have to leave them for you.
1: You can pay for them. them. Ready to a goy, you ready to
0: go, you're and says he'd take it off. Go take, Goi, take it off. off. That's what? right. Goy take go it off. Do
1: we talk about stores? I didn't see store. I have a car. Let's say store. the car. Any issue renting from a goy that says, I don't want you making holes in my thing, where you'd have to fix it up?
0: You'd have like, to fix it up. Right. You'd have to fix it up. Put it, make the holes, and... Yeah, pick yeah, it, it up. Out. If he has, he's McPede, it's true. He's McPede on you. I don't sure. want holes in the post.
1: I don't blame him. I don't... No, I don't blame him. No, you're it. right. You Every
0: it. door has a thing. You have to paint it after. Right? If, if you rent
1: the hotel room for six weeks... What's That's it? A good share now. Oh, wow. But
0: you don't you don't own the hotel room, but you're renting it. Then you
1: pay for
0: a day. And they could throw you out.
2: And they could and stay, throw you out. They
0: and they have access to it. On a boat, you, you want on a cruise. you want on a cruise for, for, for 10 days and you have, you have a room. That's, a, that's a boat. Uh, yeah, the boat. Of what did he board, say in a car?
1: You can put him in your car.
0: In, oh, in your car, that's a different question. That's what I'm about like in the glove could hang it from the. It, lying okay, it's like a. It's a yeah. Okay, yeah, they do that. <laughs> well, they hang it. You know, people wear it. Uh, they hang it over there. <laughs> well, Perhasi discussed that uh, over there.
1: That's kind of you can it, you can lay it flat on the dashboard. Right? Okay, flat on the
0: dashboard. Okay, fine. Okay, so some nice, uh, some elchot, uh, some elchot mezuzah. Interesting, I see, I see interesting but Sukha. Sukha no, Sukha is Dirata aray. And, dirat and what makes it dirat arai? The structure. The structure makes it dirat arai.
2: So, but if, according to Rabbi Yudah, if you made it an arai, you, you still don't, you still need a sukkah? Because the proof they brought is that he allows the 20 amot walls. Oh, fine, fine, 20 amot walls. If I have a sukkah with 20 amot walls, and built it like, a, like, like, like Keva, I'll put it in a mezuzah. But if I built it arai, I built it flimsy, the d'ato maybe, it's, maybe it'd be... Only it's Israel, right? What? But it's solid.
1: Over here, no, because you said seven, you said 30 days. No,
0: well, even in Israel, they cannot build them more than 20 amot. So if even it is Israel, it's considered dirat alay.
2: OK, okay so that's. that's-